Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today, sitting down with Michael Ray. We talked a lot of hunting stuff from ducks to deer. We talked about new music. His latest single, Get Her Back. We jumped into some Tim Montana stuff, MMA, writing process, and so much more. Let's get right to it. Let's get to know Michael Ray. See her at the church every now and then. Now I'm seeing her all over here. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Back in the studio with Mr. Michael Ray, dude. Welcome up, back. Buddy? How are Thanks, you? Man. I'm awesome, man. How you doing? I'm staying out of trouble, to be honest with you. That's what <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing my best to stay out of fucking trouble. I try. That's right. You guys are um, you're back out on the road again. Yeah, man. Last time you were here, uh, I believe for a show at Stoney's was the last night of the COVID stupid-ass restrictions. Yeah, y'all. it was the first time y'all were able to... Uh, Dance. Dance and lift the tables up, right? That's right. Yeah, I yeah. remember the end of the show, you hung out. People still talk about that, which is super cool, man. I yeah, love man. it. How's the world been treating you, dude? We're great, man. We've been, um, uh, you know, cutting a lot of, we're cutting new records, so we've got six new songs coming out, and we're doing some new cool stuff. We're releasing some of the, <clears throat> some of the songs different ways now, you know, just because of things changing, and then just trying to find some time to turkey hunt before the season goes up. We're, we're on the road, man, all the time, so... Uh, is that your favorite uh, turkey hunting? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like turkey hunting a lot. I, I, man, the last five years, uh, I really got into duck hunting. Uh, to Montana, actually, is the first guy I, I ever went with, and uh, we oh, go to our on, buddy. Fuck that guy. Uh, go, go uh, we go to <laughs> we go to our buddy the Pardues, and um, and they got a place in Arkansas, and and actually this year, uh, so we know. Oh yeah, we normally go there for Tim's birthday, so the first second week of January. And it's just a good time. I just love. I, I, I never did that growing up. I never duck hunted until, like I said, about five, six years ago. But I love it, man. So it's a lot of fun. But I mean, I just I think the busier we get, uh, the more I just I just love being in the woods hunting or fishing. You know what I mean? I just I, I love just you know. It's not even so much like being by myself. I just love like riding in a field and hanging. And so, what did, did you hunt before the ducks? Did you hunt something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up like. Deer hunting, deer turkey hunting. hunting. So let's talk about the difference hunting. between deer hunting and duck hunting. I mean, deer, you're sitting in a stand, right? Or, <laughs> yeah. or you're on foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. duck, you get to sit in the mud. Bro, duck, dude. Duck. Oh, hang on. Well, uh, all right. Well, there's another place we went to. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on their name right now. Anyway, the when you go with some of these guys, man, they got these blinds set up. And they'll have like a, uh, a griddle. Some dude's like making you breakfast sandwiches. You can smoke, drink, hang out, talk, and then... You're just chilling with your boys, and then you're in this cool little area, man, and doing your thing. And then the you know your guy, will, you know, you're watching, and he's calling. And then they come. The, one of the coolest parts, what I love about duck hunting, those is the camaraderie of it. The you know you're out there, and you can you know it's 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 that thing from some people that just don't want to sit in a deer stand for six hours. Sure. Yeah, that can't. They're like, dude, I'd lose my mind. You know, like sitting there. But I want to go hunting. I would take him to, to do some bird hunting. Man, it's just fun, man. And and uh, and it's like. You're just there with your boys, your shoulder to shoulder. It's like you feel like you're in Vietnam. You know, and the ducks come in, you're just like, pow, pow, pow. You know, and it's just like one minute of just chaos, you know, with these guns, and then it kind of just goes back down. And uh, it's really cool. It's just, and, and the dogs, man, watching a dog work. It's crazy. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And watching a good caller, like I, a, a guy that can really call on some ducks, man, you watch just a, you watch them come in and, they, and they'll be up, all up high and then you kind of, you don't see them, they come around, but he's watching and calling. And man, he can bring these ducks, dude, like right out there. It's, it's wild. Then you guys, do you guys take the ducks home? Do they process the stuff, or what do you guys? Yeah, we eat them. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a couple uh, speckled belly geese. Um, uh, They're big. Mounted, yes. Uh, last year, I got you. I actually got to get uh, from the Pardues. Actually, the Trevor Pardue, eight hundred dollars. I think <laughs> <laughs> he remembers Trevor. Yeah, yeah. He remembers, dude. I gotta, I gotta get it to him. 
But uh, yeah, man, it's it's just a lot of fun. But I just love being out there, man, and and kind of having the best of both worlds, you know. Because I also love being out and hanging out after shows and meeting fans, and and that's why I love what I do is. I get to meet a lot of cool people. I see a lot of places. You know, me and my band were talking about it earlier. I was like, man, there's so many places, little towns or friends of mine that I met in different places that now pop out at shows, you know, come hang right. out. And and um, I would have never gone. You know what I mean? I didn't even know sure. the place existed. You know, I would have never gone here. So try to take advantage of that um, and, uh, and, and everything that the job gives you, you know, being able to do some cool shit. The opportunity to meet... meet um different walks of life i think is probably the coolest part i mean i get the other side of that because we get you guys coming through here like crazy and so we get to meet lots of personalities right, right. lots of lots of different types of people i want to talk music a little bit you got this new single out get her back mm-hmm. um i mean long time coming per se i mean it's been a while since you put out i mean whiskey and rain and yeah, then, yeah. um um i forgot the name of the other one that came out right after that the holy water was the holy right water yeah and then dude brain fart um and now you got get her back. Yeah. So you got another five behind that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're releasing a new one coming up soon. Another one, and then we'll do another one, and then hopefully by that time we'll have an EP done. Uh, just the way the way the music business is, and the way that putting out songs is just different now, man. It's, so it's um, not an it's not an album unless you're, I don't know, Luke Combs or Morgan Wallen or something like that. You have yeah. to put out forty seven songs. Yeah. Yeah, and I barely remember the twenty we're playing, so I can't. I don't know if I, <laughs> I, don't know if I want to. That, that's a lot, but no. Um, yeah, it's it's actually been a really cool process, man. I feel so. I mean, I'm working with Michael Knox, who produces Jason Aldean, and uh, I've known Knox for a long time. And we've always wanted to work together, and I just felt like this was the perfect time, man. Like, yeah. I feel like I was saying this the other day. I'm I'm so confident in what we're doing, and so confident in this music, and and what has really helped me even more. It's funny how when people come onto your team, and they bring that that one thing, maybe that you were you know that that you were sure. missing, or brings that, or that one person brings that one thing out, and it kind of completes the puzzle. You know, it's that one yep. piece, and you're like, bam, and and that, and that piece from my team's been been Michael Knox, you know, between him and Buffy, my manager, and Clinton, and then you know all the the whole creative team at Warner. Man, it's just, dude, we're everybody's just, I don't know, everything's just like it, it's like it just all came together real great, you know, and 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 being able to have that confidence, I think, as a performer, but also as an artist of going like, man, this is what I want to say, this is what I want to do, and and uh, and having a guy like Michael Knox who, you know, we're cut from the same cloth, and he's just got this energy and this great, he's just a music he, dude. So He clearly he understands you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Right. So Get Her Back, where'd that song come from? Man, um, we, you know, I was writing, I, mean, I write a lot with my buddy Michael Tyler, uh, me, him, uh, my buddy Josh Phillips. Uh, you, you probably had Josh here a long he's time ago. He's been here before, yep. Um, and Ryan Ball, another songwriter, he just had a big hit with the last Jimmy Allen, um, Down Home, his first number one. Uh, Ryan's first number one as a writer. So I was right, I'm writing with them a lot. And, and again, man, you, 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 you find writers that are, that, that say what you want to say. Um, and because my thing is, man, dude, I'm, I'm slammed on the road all the time. We're, we're touring, you know how we are, man. We don't slow down. We're all the time on the go. And right now, dude, in the climate that music is in, dude, the songwriters are the ones getting screwed. Right, and if you're not in a click, or if you're not in this little thing with some other artist or whatever, odds of you getting a cut are slim to damn none. slim to none, right. dude. And 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 a lot of the none, a lot of slim has left, you know. And so, um, I I love I've always loved the songwriter. I've always loved listening to a demo of the songwriter. I don't care how great the performer is, sure. or the, the artist is as a singer, or, you know. And and there, dude, there's some songwriters that are poets. That can't really sing, man, but they know how to 
you know, Chris Christopherson has the way that he could sing and, and pronunciate the way that he is. He was like, you believed every lyric to it, you know, and he's not going out there and singing like Ray Price, but he doesn't need to, you know yeah, what I mean? It's fair. like, and it's, and it's, you know, when he sings Sunday morning coming down, Johnny Cash crushes it, but when he sings it, different, but it's just different, man. It's you know, fu- it's funny to go back and <clears throat> we have a lot of, um, guys that come through here and you hear the song and find out that someone else wrote it and then you get to hear the raw cut of it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go back and I enjoy the raw cut better. Yeah, man, from, same. Yeah. I love I love listening to demos. But one thing I think that just people, artists, and I encourage everybody to, man, all my heroes cut outside songs. I got the best songwriters in the world in my in my, in my back pocket, you know, and I can sure. call them anytime and go, hey, man, here's what I'm looking for. And, and one thing I've learned about myself and I think I was trying so hard to like fit in and be like, okay, this is what everybody does. You write it this time. You do this. I'm like, I don't, I can't. I'm not that guy. You know, I'm. I'll call my boys when I get a string of ideas, or if I get an idea, and I'll call who I feel now will help. You know, right. bring that to life, and I'll write that. But when I'm home one day, you know, there's all this other shit I'm doing too, business stuff, all those other things. That I'm Laundry. Doing. Yeah, <laughs> rarely now. Yeah, I try to. Um, but uh, you know, you're, you're so busy that I don't feel. I, I was forcing stuff, and I wasted probably a lot of writers' time, a lot of my own time, you know, on, on things of just like you're in, you're out. I'm on the phone, I'm doing this. So I would rather, dude, support the songwriter, call him, and go, "Hey, man, here's what we're looking for. Right? You know, we're looking for this. I'm writing too as well for this, but we got the best of the best in Nashville writing two, three, four times a day. You know what I mean? That's like, their job. And that sounds crazy to some people, but I'm telling you, they are songwriters that are making that that are that are writing four times a day three times a day and they're just constantly thinking man you know right and um well i think that's what like you you look at a sense you go out and you tour and you do your shows that's your job their job is to physically sit down and take ideas put them to put that pen to paper and yeah did, did you have did you have a hand in get her back was that your that's so that's, that's what i was getting at so i was you know I, like i said i just I, I always reach out to my songwriter buddies and go hey dude here's kind of what we're looking for uh here's the lane we're going for and 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 me and Michael Tyler, we're calling MT, MT, him, M- me, MT, Josh Phillips, and Ryan. We just really get in this really cool groove together. So I was really liking what Michael Tyler was, you know, he's always been a great writer, but he's really got into this really cool groove the last few years, man. And, and he's a great singer as well. So it's like, he said, you know, I was like, man, I just love, I'm a fan of how he, you know, the melodies that, that, that he's doing. And, and I was like, I, and I asked him and Josh and Ryan, Hey man, y'all send me songs too, whether y'all wrote them together, you know, sure. whoever. And, um, so would you, so, okay, go ahead. Let's finish and and that. Michael Knox, uh, Michael Tyler was writing for Peer Music, which Michael Knox is president of. And, um, so another great thing about Knox, man, is he's a song guy, dude. His dad was the first, Buddy Knox was his dad. He's the first rock and roll star to have a number one with a song that he wrote in the history of rock and roll. This dude knows more about music and songs. He's Who's that? What's his name? Buddy Knox, Michael Knox's oh, dad. Gotcha. So he's, so Michael Knox was so involved in like the songs where he's going into the writing rooms with these guys going, hey man, Michael would say it like this. You know, so as I'm touring, I got him helping me, you know, and, and helping these songwriters. So he found an MT, I think sent it to him. Um, and, uh, man, I just fell in love with the, 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 the melody of it. I fell in love with, with, you know, I think everybody's been there, you know, being, you know, blamed for stuff that, that isn't true and, and, and having to defend yourself and, and we've all been there. So it was just, it really, really felt like it was a a great song that would fit the record and, and kind of where I wanted, you know, things to go on this. So it's pretty badass hanging out with Tim. Um, that dude, his, uh, uh, I, I believe he slowed down a little bit last time he was here. He said he wasn't drinking. 
had some throat <laughs> issues, but I know that that doesn't last very long. Yeah. Um, he ate a whole ball of wasabi his last trip here. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he told me that. Yeah, he's, he's like, said he didn't know what it was. And I was like, boo, you don't want to eat that whole thing. And he just literally threw it in his mouth. Yeah. he tell you that Randy Couture fucking choked out. Choked, his... choked him out, didn't he? Just drummer. Oh, yeah, choked drummer out. Kyle, yeah, I yeah, saw Kyle, that. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they rode the bull together. And then Kyle's like, dude, I've always wanted to be choked out before by Randy Couture. And I like walked in the green room. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Like, don't kill him. Like, Dudes I was crazy. with Dan Henderson last night. Yeah, uh, I heard. <laughs> till till real late, it was it was fun. But those band, you know, it's funny. I, I'm I'm real good buddies with a lot of those, uh, you know, UFC, you know, um, mixed martial arts fighters, and you know, Ryan Bader's a good friend of mine. He's heavyweight for Bellator now, and um, just had a big fight with Fedor. He's a Fedor's last last fight. And Dude, we what's were, Fedor forty something? Uh, uh, probably got to be, be yeah. mid forties, maybe, but. We flew out there, saw that fight, and hung with Bader and all those guys, man. And you know, I just, I grew up in that um, world uh, right. in, in Florida, and, and my, you know, always around, and always just had a big respect. And I always feel like, man, if I had a kid, whenever I have kids, you know, I want to. That that's the first thing I'm putting them in, into discipline. Want to teach you discipline, teach you respect yep. of yourself and others. Um, confidence, yeah. uh, organization, how to how to talk to people that gives you the confidence to go up and talk to people. People, I think sometimes now not so much, but I think back in the day, you know, before UFC one, when it was like you know bare knuckle. And matter of fact, my boy Chad Mendez is fighting bare knuckle tomorrow. I gotta shout him out. Um, but uh, people had this weird thing where it was like violence. You know, oh, you're promoting violence. And I'm like, no. First off, human beings were made. We're, we were warriors back in the day. Man. Sure. You know. This is so, in their DNA. And those are naive people that don't know the history. They don't of, know the history of, of it, dude. It's the same people that like watch what they do, and when they and they're like, "Oh, I hate it when they bring them to the ground." And I go, "Do you know the art of what that dude's doing?" Or the ones where they start out and the first thing the dude does is lay down. Oh it's yeah, like, Come yeah, and get yeah. Some. Come and yeah, get some. My, yeah, yeah. And some of those, yeah. And it's, so some people, I think now people get it more. But man, I just I've, I always grew up with a big respect for that world. And then it's funny. I was talking to my dad. I'm like, man. So you know the guys that I'm really close to are more in that world than than anything else, and because they're just family people, man. They're good-hearted dudes. They're they're just they're 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 us. You know, they're just sure. they're, they're regular they, people. They like to have a great time, but but they're disciplined, man. I watched uh, my buddy Sully. He's a uh, heavyweight that's fighting um, under. I don't know if he's under Ryan Bader. Is he there? I know they're good friends. I think he's fighting under his his camp, but. Uh, we we were in Newport Beach for Ryan for Bader's fight, two days in Newport, uh, L.A. We go to Newport. Uh, Ryan's in laws had this beach house, so we go there. We hang out for two days, drinking, eating you know burgers from the the you know, bar, just having fun, celebrating his win. The next day, Sully starts his training. And this dude's out that morning. The next morning, dude hungover or not, shadow boxing, making yeah, just do it, making shit happen, and and he's on that you know and, and so it's just it's really cool i got a lot of respect for that and it's something that i kind of draw from because you got to have that type of discipline, discipline Jesus, out on right. the road too yeah. you know what i mean so you don't mess things up or you, you know you got to have that discipline so and i know me i'm definitely the person where i am who i surround myself with 100 so do you do any of that stuff what's that like martial arts yeah man yeah i grew up doing um i mean not on their level by any means but like today do you still practice um i mean i haven't I, I haven't in a while um i was doing um i, I grew up doing jujitsu and, and and different things and um karate boxing um and man, my buddy ed clay who uh know who ed is, yeah. you know ed uh one of, one of one of the best guys in the world he um fantastic he, dude he had a jujitsu gym or mma gym in Nashville, and so we, we we rolled a few times together, and man, it's just a great workout. We're so busy on the road now that 
takes all I can to get to the gym for an hour sure. sometimes. But um, I love it, man. And now all my friends are just the best in the world at it, so I don't try to wrestle with them, you know, um, unless I'm drinking. Then I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I always wow. tell them, I go, I go, I go, what are you going to do, beat me up? you go going to talk about that? You're right. going you you to good about me it? out? Oh, you're going to feel good about that? You're the heavyweight champion. <laughs> uh, ironically enough, I called Tim. Um, I got a phone call from Mindy, Randy Couture's girl, and she said, uh, Randy's turning 60 July yeah. 1st. So we're doing um, Randy's 60th birthday here. I called Tim, asked me want to play. So Tim's gonna come out and play. Oh, that's awesome! I don't know if you're if you're working Dude, or somewhere. I think he told me about that, and I I want to say, yeah, he reached out to quite a few people. Because uh, I, I mean, I, I got to finally meet Randy. You say June, July first, July first. I think I am. Um, I finally got to meet Randy at that fight. Yeah, I'm in Kansas. I think that's what it says. Um. Fuck Kansas. I got to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got. I got to meet him at, at Bader's fight. Yeah, because uh, it was fatal. Such a good dude. Oh, dude, so nice, man. One of one of the best. I met him probably eleven or twelve years ago at a. Um, we did a, a fundraiser to raise some money for something, and mm. they auctioned off some stuff. And his son got auctioned off. Some ring girls got auctioned off, and that's when I first met him. And then, funny story is that my girlfriend Heather uh, got a divorce. Uh, one of the first trips we took out in the Razor, we went from here to this place called the Pioneer. We're in the middle of the fucking desert, dude. There's, you know, the desert. Yeah. There's nothing out there. Running through my Razor, we come over this hill. We get to the top of the hill. She's like, "That's my, that's my ex-husband down there at the bottom." It went at the bar. We're still in the middle of nowhere. And I went, "How the fuck do you know that? Like they're far away." It's like she's like, "I know his his Razor. It's yellow. All this other kind of stuff." And she starts telling me this story how he was talking to her and telling her that you know you leave me, you're never gonna have friends, you're never gonna know anybody, nothing. Yeah. Like, you're gonna have nothing. Like just whatever the hard pitch <laughs> whatever so anyway we get to the bar at the pioneer and i'm thinking fuck dude this guy's gonna show up he's got his brother with him like this could be fucking bad so i walk into this pioneer bar and i walk in and i hear hey toad randy couture sitting there fuck stands up gives me a big old fucking hug he's like what's up dude and i'm like this is heather my girlfriend blah 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 well then her ex-husband walks in the brother walks in and we're all sitting hanging out with randy and all of his friends and all she could take out of it is, yeah, I'm never going to meet anybody. And the first person that she that he sees her with is me and yeah. Randy Couture. And I'm like, good luck, bro. It's a good guy <laughs> to have on your uh, at, at your table in that scenario. Dude, so we go back to one of the tailgates we had here. There's some dude from, I don't know, some band guitar player that wasn't playing. And he was fucking hammered backstage. Well, we had the guitar set up at the festival. And we just had the band signing it. Well, this dude wasn't in any of the bands. He went up and he signed every fucking guitar. And I watch him. I go, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and he's like, what? What's the big deal, bro? Well, Randy knew him, and the guy kept, after he realized what he did and how pissed off I was, he kept coming up to me drunk. You know oh, that drunk guy? God. I'm so sorry, but The blah, drunk blah. apology yes. was 18,000 times. Yeah, so yeah. finally I said, Randy, I know you know this guy. You get him the fuck away from me. He literally grabbed him by his traps and just, like, fucking walked him away. I said, don't ever talk to Joe again. Like, literally took care of the, like, again, great fucking guy. Yeah, know. great guy. Yeah, man, they're all, that whole world, man, I got nothing but huge love for those guys. I'm actually doing a podcast. I believe it's called UFC Unleashed with Matt Sierra. Yeah, and I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name, but that's cool. It's cool, man. I just got a lot, a lot of love for that. The, all those dudes, man. They're just all big country music fans and just old boys that want to have some fun, man. It's, they're great. I love them. It's crazy that like when they, if there's a UFC fight here uh, and it's a weekend and there's a big show or something like that, those guys will just show up. Like like Randy comes here and dances. Yeah, just comes here in two steps. Oh, Hendo's Randy's been here. To get over here. Yeah, I don't even know if he's in town. I mean. That's easy enough. We we'll should. Him tell him. I'll put, I'll tell Hendo to text him. Yeah, I got his number. I'll fucking call his ass tell and be like, be like, "Hey, hold on, watch this. I'm gonna ask him right now. If listen, he's, listen. I'm gonna ask him, dude. And are you are you here, motherfucker? I won't call him, motherfucker. I'll I'd easy on that. Yeah. Randy, tour you in Vegas? There we go. Hendo like choked me a little bit. 
um, after we, him and his wife Rachel came to the Opry, we were all hanging out at the uh, at this place called the National Palace. Yep, right Rachel, across the street. Right yeah, across the street. And, and uh, that's every after party. We're right? joking for me. Yeah, yeah. Of the Opry, that's where we go to. But um, I was like, man, I go, I go, just, I just want to f- f- feel like from you. You know what I mean? Like I'm a grown up watching you fight, dude. There ain't no way. Hurts don't it. Yeah, I was like, that's right there when you know. You're like, yeah, the people, because people always like, man, did you train? I was like, I got to, okay, yes, I did, but not on the level that my boys are too young. Right. Like, yeah, don't do not. And, and then the second they like, I hold a pad for one of them or they'll do something like that, I'm like, yeah, see, I'm just, it's a whole nother level of, of Those shit, guys, I, I, again, much respect. I One of my good friends, Jeff, uh, owned a gym here with a guy named John Wood who actually trains a lot of fighters mm-hmm. and he's, he's in the ring. I think I every major name. fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool ass dude too. But like you, my buddy Jeff and him. Jeff was the brains. He was the brawn, mm-hmm. and they ran this business. And it was uh, science is what it was. Oh, so cool. it, it's kind of like. Uh, but just watching them, like um, Force Griffin. I yeah. took my son in, and Force was in there. And Force, I used to have a clothing company called Donkey Punch Clothing, mm. and Force used to wear the shirt every now and then. It was pretty funny. But my son talked to Forrest, and we walked out of there, and my son said, Dad, is he is he retarded? And I went, no, he's, he's just been hit in the head a lot. So, <laughs> like, he's, just, he's just a little slow and banged up, you know, and that's kind of like you, you get to that level. It's like if you fucking drink every single night, at some point it's going to catch up to you. Yeah, yeah. If you fight every night, it's going to catch up to you. Let's go back to music again. Rest of the year, what's on your plate, man? Man, touring a lot. Uh album coming out we'll have a single at radio um what's the single going to radio is, is i don't know yet is get her back know. is that a- i don't know that's, yeah. kind of, that's kind of what we're doing now man you know i go back to like think a little less which the fans picked unknowingly because they the label well we were in between two songs and i was like man let me let's pull the numbers on think a little less right i never played the song live and my numbers were right up there with like kiss you in the morning and you know other things i was like this is obviously what the fans want to hear. You right. know, let's do this. And uh, we did, and it was my first platinum single. You know, big big hit for us. And, and What year was that? Oh, shit. 2017, I think. 2017, okay. Um, and so, again, going out of 2020 and just a lot of life and a lot of changes, I was like, man, screw this, dude. Like, let's, you know, we haven't had music out in a while. Let's, you know, let's, let's do, let's put some, put some music out and, and let the fans pick what they want to hear on the radio. Right. And so that's kind of what we're doing. That's perfect. And when when does that next single come out? Do you know? Um, I don't know when the next song's coming out, but uh, we're playing all all brand new songs except for one. I got a duet that we're that we're uh, that we got with. We don't know. We can't. I don't know, we can't say oh yeah, that, you can't say. Is but it's already done. Uh, my part's done. Yeah. Good. Beautiful. Yeah. Girl. Girl. Guy. Girl. Beautiful. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Excited about it, man. Um, excited rest, about the artists that we have on it too. Rest of the year touring. Um, anything? Any going out with anybody? Uh, man. I don't, I don't know, you know, the touring, you know, the, the, uh, everybody, there's a still, it's crazy to even think because it's 2023, but there's still so much stuff that, and tours and all these things that are, you know, still getting things together from 2020. And so, the tour, which is <laughs> the wild. O's, the o, I owe you. <laughs> yeah, 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 all the, all the, all the cancellations and stuff, but I think we might be out of that. But, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to spot my, in my career where, you know, uh, there, there's so, there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, and few tours. So, thankfully, I got places like you guys and, and other places that booked me when I when we were doing nothing and helped yeah. me grow a hard ticket. Yep. You know, uh, and I just really I felt after the last couple of years of not having music out and you know just all the uh, the craziness of the world and and you know, I'm one of those guys on social media. Like if I'm not doing anything, I don't f- really think people 
give a crap that I'm eating eggs that morning, you know what I mean, or whatever. I don't think about it. Sure. And so, like, you know, we weren't doing shit. I wasn't posting a lot, you know. And so I was like, man, if a tour, if a big tour comes up, or like one of my buddies calls me and let's tour together, I would love to. Obviously, you right. know, I toured with Lee Lee Bryce last year, and and uh, but if not, dude, let's fucking go out and put asses in seats and throw country parties and play some new music and some hits and, and grow and just reconnect with a fan base that we haven't sure. been a part of, not been a part of, but haven't seen, you know what I mean? In a, in a, in, in a couple of years. So, uh, that's kind of where I'm at now, man. It's just, is, is playing these new songs, playing the hits, just going out and, and, and reconnecting with all the fans and, and just having, you know, everybody's coming out of that weird funk of the last three years. And, and uh, I think it's still important, man. So if, if a big tour comes across or an opportunity comes, I will. But I'm really more focused into selling tickets and, and connecting with the fans. So. Yeah, and I think that now that you got music coming back out again, that's going to be rad. Yeah, um, totally, which helps a lot. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I guess, man. That's you know, It was funny when uh, I think I chased this show down because I think it was time. Yeah, more than anything. And yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah, it's one of those things that the uh, I always call them the kids here. Uh, after that last show, um, I think people, the people that were here, the 426 people that were allowed in here, uh, got a whole new respect for who you were, what you do. Uh, um, knew that you were human mm -hmm. because um, that night you literally got done and you came out and you just hung out with everybody. And I think that <coughs> I always say that, that that's the blueprint to Vegas because Vegas, any given night, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, man. There's so many choices here. And when people take the time to come to a place and hang out, I think that's the neatest thing. And that totally. particular night, people I never were, thought about like that. Dude, I mean, I had. Uh, um, Haley Witters just played here. Uh, she's awesome, man. Dude, she's, I love that song. I want to clap every time I hear that one part. I don't even know if there's a clap in the song. There but probably I wanna, isn't. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. But her, her, her actually like coming here and she did this little encore thing, which um, was different. She played for a thousand fucking people mm -hmm. uh, against um, Taylor Swift. Adele and Luke Bryan. Good for her, man. And I was, I was in awe. I was just in awe, and just see. I told her, I said, these. I literally got up there and I said, these people are here to see you. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're here for. Like, that's why I tell a lot of artists, man. Like, go out there and, and man, you're gonna play some places where hey, you might have 50 people, right? Right. And, and then the next night you might play a place where something clicks with your music and it's sold out, right? But those 50 people, I promise you, will turn it. Well, they'll be 75 the next time. I had, I had Ed Warm on uh, Joe's on Weed, told me that. And and he, you know, because Joe, or, or Ed, sorry, Joe's on Weezer, the venue. Ed, you know, I mean, dude, Eric Church believed in him when nobody gave a shit. Dirk Bentley, Luke Bryant, you name it, dude. Like, he's, it's, it's you, it's it, here, Stoney's, it's, it's, you know, it was Boots and Buckles in Lakeland when it was open there. Right. Um, um, the barn in Sanford, Dallas Bull in Tampa. There's a lot of these places, man, where you, you know y'all believe in artists way way ahead of time. You see something in us that some people don't, or whatever. And you go, man, fuck it, yeah, then let's bring it back. You know, and you maybe you break even, you lose money the first few times, you know, but you see something you believe, and that's that's what helps us do what we're doing now. Absolutely. And, and so I tell artists all the time, I'm like, man, do not get bummed out on the oh, you didn't get a tour, I didn't do this. Go out there and, and build hard tickets, and 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 I promise, because those fifty fans, they might just be fifty in a room, but those fifty are there to sing every one of your songs. They they are, they are. Uh, I like to always say that um, Russell Dickerson has played here seven times. First time he played here, two hundred fifty people, and it was just a built-in crowd. Yep. And the last few times he sold it out. Yep. Uh, Brett Young's played here. Yep. Um, Luke Combs has played here. Yep. Morgan Wallen's played here twice. Uh, Hardy's been here, played played here. Uh, you just sit back. You've played here. I mm -hmm. mean. I mean, you're, you've, you've, uh, your first show here was the ACM thing. Yeah, 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 and yeah. We had, we had a, a lot of fun that yep, night. I mean, yep. you think about that was Midland. Yeah. Uh, the Thomas Swan Brothers. Thomas Wright showed up. Thomas I, I, I think a little less went number one that day. Yeah. Dude. And or like, that weekend. 
again, lightning in a jar. Um, yeah. The Brett Young Show, uh, his first single. I don't know if it's Sleep Without You or... Um, in case you didn't know. Yeah, one of those went n- number one. In case you didn't know what song it was. Yeah, <laughs> see what you did there. Saturday, played here Monday morning, it went number one. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had booked that show on a handshake at another venue yeah. where he was the opener. Dude, there's a, there's a story about Justin Moore and uh, the guys in Lakeland, Florida... Where Justin, they booked him, and it was like at that moment or at that time in his career where Justin, what you know, didn't he didn't? I don't think he had a big hit yet, and so he, they booked him, and and in those, you know how it is for anybody listening that doesn't, you know, you you, and when you're in that stage of the career, you're booking for anything that'll get you, they, sure, you know, and, you and luckily it. you have the the label that'll back, you know, that'll that'll. That you cover get to pay back later. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that they, they make it seem like it's their money, and then all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden you see that it's true. With um, interest. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so they booked Justin Manford, I mean, pennies on the dollar right there. And, and I want to say it was like two shows. Like they booked him for two shows. And the first show he was coming up, and, and uh, Small Town USA hadn't come out yet. But in between that first show and the second show they booked, he had like two massive hits. And Justin honored the original price. Beautiful. Of like, which, you know, I'm thinking, I, I know what that probably was because, you know, I've been to that spot of my career before on the come up. And, you know, you're getting paid 1500 bucks full band to drive to Nashville and paying everybody. You know, and that, yeah. Sure. So, so I don't know what the cost was, but I always had a lot of respect. I love Justin. Man. He's always been super cool. I saw him the other day at the George Jones tribute, but I always thought that was really cool. And, I, and that story was told to me at a, when I was first starting my career and I was, so I always thought about that. And so my mind is like you guys, you know, Jinx in New Jersey, Dallas bull, all these places that Joe's on weed that believed in all of us, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's why you get all of us coming back all the time. You get Eric Church popping up and doing stuff. You get people paying back to the people that pay, that helped us get to where we're going. You know, because if not, yep. without stage, you ain't got shit. I know? think it's rad that Dustin Lynch showed up here one night, not on a show. He was just in town, got up and sang with Jake Rose. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw a video of that somewhere. So yeah, badass. Dustin's a great dude, man. And I'm playing with a show with him in two days. Uh, Dustin? Mm-hmm. He's playing here Saturday. Dustin's playing here Saturday? Uh, Red Rock. This Saturday and two nights. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm playing with him the night after that. Nice. Sunday. Uh, um, Luke Combs. I'm going to have some fun with you. Guess mm. how much we paid him to play here? Uh, $2,500. $500. $500, bucks, really? He opened for Corey Smith. I almost said that. Oh, dude, I love Corey Smith, man. Yeah. Corey had never been West Coast. And yeah. I, Luke was on it. I mean, that's why I sit back. Brett Young was him too like, yeah it's like you sit back and just go sometimes you get lucky and sometimes and that's the shit that they remember well, dude, it's a gamble man it's a business you know what i mean so y'all got gamble on people go man there's something i see in that guy or girl you yeah. know what i mean and, and you keep i mean we did that with russell we kept yeah, going yeah. and going we brought him back like every seven months and just kept bringing him back years and years and uh wasn't nothing on the radio we yeah. just kept building it building it building it building it building it and that's kind of i mean today i'd love to have him back one more time but that one's gonna be tough yeah um i did something fun with buffy your last show i screwed up on the ticketing and um uh, I underpaid, and then that night I, I paid you the right way because we sold the first two rows. I only sold, told her that the first row was VIP, but the second row was VIP oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I paid you guys extra because yeah, that's yeah. what honesty is about. Yeah, dude. that's right. And I yeah, think that's, yeah. what, that's what gets these shows, and you know, and uh, I believe Buffy said something to me like, yeah, but that would anywhere else that would have never happened. No, that's like when you actually walk out with the water and the grocery, grocery cart underneath yeah. you didn't check it. Most people ain't going to come back and pay. That. They're not going to pay the two fifty. <laughs> Let's get your ass back downstairs. Tell people I mean, how to find you online. Yeah, dude, MichaelRayMusic.com is the website. MichaelRayMusic, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Love TikTok. It. Dude, thanks again for the time. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, pouring something on the plane. Let it drown. Let it drown. Try to wash away the pain.
battle. 